an expat. I'm, I'm, I was born in Guatemala, but then I moved to the United States and I lived 30 years, like, well, I moved when I was 30 years old, I moved back to Guatemala. So I'm a, I have dual citizenship. And, um, you know, I, I came back to Guatemala because I, I lived in Chicago and it was really cold. And so <laughs> I never really quite got used to it, even though I love the States. Um, so I moved back to Guatemala and, um, and I lived here. So I, um, I was always wanted to work for a company in the United States because I am a U.S. citizen. So I wanted to work for a company in the United States, but live here. And I never really had the chance because, you know, it was, it's kind of hard. Um, but after COVID, things changed. So I was able to, you know, I, I, I talked to a friend of mine and a friend of mine was like, you know what? I, I hit the jackpot. I broke into tech sales <laughs> and uh, you should do it too. But I am an anthropologist. I'm an anthropologist and a sociologist, but I've never really made money out of anthropology. <laughs> I've made most of my money. I've made it out of being in sales. And, you know, I worked for Xerox sometime um, before, and I do real estate here in Guatemala. I'm like, why not? I should try tech sales because I always looked, you know, and I, I always looked and I always saw like a lot of things that they needed for tech sales that I didn't know what the hell they were. <laughs> so I, um, I was like, yeah, maybe, maybe I should do that. And, um, I went online and I looked at different, actually she recommended this academy that she was doing, but they were only doing trainings, I think in, in, in Great Britain. And I didn't want to stop. I was like, I, I need something now. I want to do this now. So I looked online and looked on YouTube and, um, you know, course careers got all the best, all the best, um, reviews. And I borrowed 500, the, the 450 bucks from my mom. And I did the course in two weeks. So uh, I know it's a three month course, but I finished it in two weeks. And um, it was interesting coming from an anthropological background, coming from this, I'm like, well, I don't know what I'm gonna do. And it, it has been an amazing journey. Like since then, it I, I can't tell you. Um, so I did the course and I feel like I, it's just me talking. But um, I did the course and I applied to a lot of companies um, and I got two jobs really fast and uh, one was with a music company, which was a really cool job. And, um, but that was, it, it was, um, it was inside sales. And it was with a music company. And I also got offered a job from the site, from the, um, the course careers uh, hub. And that was uh, for a very good company, but I wasn't in the States. Mm. So I, I ran into the problem where I, you know, I didn't live in the States and a lot of companies do need you to live in the States. But uh, actually I was really surprised because there was a few companies that were willing to overlook that 
you know, that I wasn't living in the States, that I am a U.S. citizen, but I, I could live somewhere else. So I was like, oh, that's awesome, right? So then, um, you know, I wanted something that was also very in line with what I, what I, who I am. And I, I got this really cool job offer for a company that does, it, it's, uh, it's a it's a company that sells software for non-for-profits and so it's kind of doing you know all my anthropological background i kind of was able to sell something that i also went to school for in some ways so it was kind of cool that i was able to mix both things both my sales and my anthropological background and you know, I never knew that there was room for tech sales in something that has that, you know, anthropological background included in it. So it's really cool. That's incredible. Well, yeah. what, what, a, what, a, what a great story. And I think many people can relate to that because one of the most common messages I get is from non-U.S. residents saying, hey, I'm based in India, I'm based in Canada, I'm based in XYZ country, Philippines, but I want a tech job. And what I typically recommend is there's it, at a US company, they want to get hired at US companies, but not be in the US. And mm -hmm. they may be thinking, well, maybe I'll move to the US eventually, but how do I get started now? And what most people don't realize is these US companies, some of them will hire international folks that are basically non-US living or potentially non-US residents. That that line's a little, little bit more blurry that I don't I don't know enough about. But mm -hmm. a lot of these US tech companies oftentimes have offices internationally. So for example, if it's a US software company, they may have an office in Dublin, Ireland, and they sell into the European market. They right. may have an office in Sydney, Australia, and sell into the, the APJ region. So right. there's definitely opportunities out there for non-U.S. residents to get hired and employed by U.S. tech companies. Can you talk about, Monica, some of your challenges not living in the U.S., trying to work for U.S. tech companies and how you were able to overcome that to find your current opportunity today? Yeah, well, so, you know, I applied to a lot of jobs. Obviously, I did get turned down because I do need it to live in the US for some of them. Um, but I think that uh, for the two that that the two jobbers that I got, I think once they met me, uh, you know, um, they really liked me. So they, they, <laughs> they saw that, you know, why not? I mean, there's no reason because I, I, you know, I, I'm for the company that I'm working now, I'm a contractor, but they're also looking to do a full-time thing. They promised me that they're going to get me into full-time. They just have to see how that works um, because I live out of the country most of the, most of the year. Um, but I think that once they met me and once they saw my background and once they saw that I do have this, like, you know, multicultural background, I'm bilingual, I've lived in other places in the world, and I have, you know, uh, experience living in very remote places. They're like, well, if this girl can live in this remote place, she can, she can, she can handle tech, right? So one of the questions was, in one of the job, uh, 
the interviews that I have, the, the job that I have right now was like, tell me about where you lived in the most difficult, what was the most difficult challenge you had? And the most difficult challenge that I had was when I was an anthropologist living in the Mayan village without a bathroom, without, uh, you know, bathroom facilities and stuff like that. So, and I lived with the indigenous people for a month, um, you know, in a very remote place. So they're like, wow, this girl can handle this. She can handle, you know, cold calling. She can handle remote, she can handle rejection. So, um, you know, it, it, it has been an awesome journey and it really has changed a lot of my family's life because you have to understand the living abroad, you cannot make the amount of money that you make in the US. Really, my, my income has probably more than quadrupled <laughs> since then. So it has been... Um, life-changing life-changing for my family i have two daughters and um you know before i was kind of living paycheck to paycheck and not being able to have extras and it, it really changed my life it really that's did inc that's incredible yeah. well kudos to you for investing in yourself yeah. and putting in the work you talked about going through course careers your girlfriend did it she's like hey this is it this is this is what you need to look into it sounds like you even got a job offer through course careers, which is something we're really excited about with the partner employers being able to hire the best and brightest students, which sounds like you you must have done something really well to catch their attention. Talk yeah. about what role course, course careers prepared in, in, in helping you make a, a mid-career change and pivot. Well, I think that, you know, I know sales, you know, because I've done sales all my life. Like I told you, I, I know sales, but I didn't know all the technical jargon, <laughs> you know, that I needed to know because I, you know, I would see all the time. I, I would try to go in and I, I would see all the requirements that you would need to have this job. I'm like, oh, I have, you know, I, I'm, I'm good with people. I have this, but I don't have this. And I don't even know what the heck this <laughs> means, you know? So I think that's what course careers did for me. It got me to a place where I would be confident going into an interview, knowing what HubSpot was and knowing what, you know, different technical things were. Um, and before, you know, I, I have to say, I, I, am, I, I would apply to a lot of jobs. You know, I'm an avid applier. <laughs> I would do this all the time because I'm like, I need to get a job in the States because I'm a U.S. citizen. I have this behind me. So I can do it, you know, now everybody's doing it, but I really didn't feel confident because I didn't know what I was talking about in some things. Um, so I would kind of like try to wing it before. Um, but I think that's what course careers did for me. It got me, it, it, it built up my confidence so that I could go into the interviews um, confident and knowing everything that, that I'm supposed to know to be, to be, ready set and 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 honestly every interview that i went for i kind of got you know i got a second call back um every interview that they 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 met me you know that they they were able to that i got a call back i proceeded and proceeded and at the end I turned down one of, you know, working for a music company. That's so cool. Selling music is awesome, you know? Uh, 
I had to turn that one down for the other one that was more in line with my values because it was working for helping nonprofits and something that I really love and I'm passionate about, about. So it was kind of like, I can't believe this is happening to me. <laughs> like I have to turn down one of the greatest jobs for another one. So it was really cool. What do you think you were doing differently to get all these different job interviews? Because I think a lot of people struggle with this. You mentioned you're an avid job applier. So talk yeah. about your strategy and, and what you look for and what you do. So at the beginning, I was applying randomly, you know, I was just like sending it in, sending it in, let's see what happens. But then I, um, I got a mentor and that really helped me out. And, um, you know, I started to talk to them to see, you know, what do you do and how, how do you, you know, some are like, go through the back door, try to talk to, to, to people. And like, I kind of like did what, I did all the steps that you guys talk about what we should do, you know, <laughs> like email them, um, it, it, not only e do the email, go on their LinkedIn, see what they're up to, um, try to talk to the recruiters, you know, not just that one person. So I did everything that you guys said. I mean, I, I went by the book and, and I think the biggest thing that worked for me was go with my niche. Like, what do I like to do and who am I? Go with that, you know? Cause I got one uh, that one that was based in real estate, which I do real estate here in Guatemala. The other one was I love music. <laughs> so I went with something that I really am passionate about. Also, I'm a teacher. So I went with, with jobs that, in, that include teaching. And then I went with the whole anthropological thing and, and you know, working for nonprofits and stuff like that. So focusing on my niche, focusing on who I really am as a person helped me. Mm -hmm. And yeah. you were probably way more excited about those opportunities and, and it had to have showed through, especially when they met you to your point of they mm -hmm. liked me, they realized I had some industry knowledge and that matters. It makes a big difference compared it to makes someone a that's, big difference. that's just applying to apply and it's like, I'll take whatever, whatever I yeah. can get. Yeah. And I want to tell you this story because it's, it's, it's more awesome than awesome. <laughs> uh, so I applied for an SGR job, the, the job that I have now, I applied for the SGR job and they turned me down and they turned me down because they told me that I surpassed their expectations and they offered me, um, you know, it's an account executive job. It's called the product specialist in, in my field. It's called the product specialist, but it's, it's being an account executive. So I, I was so bummed, you know, I got the letter of like rejection, but they're, but they're like, at the end, they're like, we want to offer you a better job. So I got, <laughs> yeah. So it, it was awesome. It was awesome because I, I turned down that other job for this SDR job and, um, and then they didn't give it to me, but they gave me the higher position. So it's really you put cool. all you put all your eggs in one basket. You must have felt really good about it. And then and then when you read the 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 email, sorry, we're passing on you. Yeah. But we'd like to give you this other yeah. job in, instead. Oh so uh, victory, victory yeah. at last. 
victory. I just hope it lasts, you know? It kind of feels like <laughs> somebody needs to pinch me because I don't believe this is happening to me. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's it's really cool. It's like living the dream and 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 I'm learning so much and it's such a cool field that I that I, you know, sky's the limit. Why don't you talk about in conclusion here the final question? The final question. So someone out there that's listening that's trying to change their life, trying to change their family's life and just getting in the right opportunity vehicle, like it sounds like what you found, uh, just a better way to make money and do something you, you like and provide for yourself and those around you. What advice would you would you give to someone that's looking to, to make a change? So my advice is to, honestly, the golden ticket. That's what my friend said to me. I found the golden ticket and the golden ticket was course careers for me. <laughs> That's it. Um, you know, you guys, you guys have the course and the, the other part of it is do the work. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's, it, it's a two things there's course careers, but do the work. Um, and I, like I told you, I did the course, I ate the course up. I did it in two weeks. Um, and, um, it was applying all the knowledge that I got from you and, and, and work it and do it mechanically because it works. It's kind of like sales too, right? Like it's a numbers game, right? Do it. You got, you have it here. You have, you have the, you have the information, apply it. Right. Um, so yeah, the golden ticket for me, really for me and my family is it's been that, and I had an awesome Christmas. Um, you know, I was, I'm a single mom, so, uh, and I have two daughters and it has totally changed my life. Like I was able to, you know, have go be in Christmas and be like, I can get all these presents for my daughters. You know, I can, I can now travel. I can do so many things now that I couldn't do before. I, I my golden ticket is here and I, I'm kind of crying because it, it's, it's true. It, it, it's heartfelt. Well, that, that, that's amazing. Uh, you secured the, you, you secured the golden ticket. Uh, people are trying to call you to ask for the golden ticket. H how about one more question on a, mm -hmm. on a fun spot. So when you stayed in that Mayan village on the outskirts of nowhere, <laughs> any, any funny, memorable stories from that experience? Uh, you know, there's so many, um, it, it, it's, it's a, I was, I was in a bath. I was in a place where I didn't have a bathroom. <laughs> so I had to adapt. Right. And, and I, I think the biggest thing it, there's, it's funny, but yet like not having a bathroom for, <laughs> for a whole month makes you become very adaptable. And I think that the funniest thing is that having that experience <laughs> has taught me so much about being adaptable in sales. Oh yes. You know, <laughs> like you, you, you gotta adapt. Um, so I think that my, my experience of, of in an anthropology, uh, and also, you know, in all of my anthropological career, I'm, I'm an anthropologist and a sociologist. Um, you know, when I, when I researched a lot of this tech sales things, it, it, what I researched was that the number one career 
that you should not go to school in is anthropology. Like your biggest waste of money. When I was looking at, at, at like, you know, this whole tech thing, they said that the first thing is like the worst career to do is, is gender studies and anthropology. Yeah. And I was like, actually, no, you know, my anthropological career has taught me so much to be able to be a good seller because I can identify with all walks of life. And so even though it might have been a waste of money as far as, you know, making money, it has taught me to be a good salesperson and to be able to identify and to be heartfelt and to be real. And I think that's what translates in sales. So as funny as it was that I didn't have a bathroom for two weeks, it taught me a lot, right? It sounds like you're, you're really in tune with people and, and psychology in a way. And, and, and it is a people business at the end of the day. People buy from people they like, people they want to do business with, and people they want to know and associate yeah. with. And, and, that, and that, that's really important. So the golden ticket is available to golden everyone. Monica. Believe, believe it, it or not, is. we have linked in, uh, a link to the golden ticket free intro course for people that want to learn more about getting a golden ticket snagging it's there, so, so true though it's so true the golden ticket is real and it happened to me it happened to my friend and my friend's also an expat living out of the country and and you know what with this job i can travel anywhere i am not restricted to living only in one place even in guatemala for example my husband is from canada so we're gonna go and spend canada in the summer so it's just it's such a freeing thing that happened to me. I, I'm so thankful, really. Well, that's I'm, incredible. I'm, I'm eternally indebted. <laughs> yeah, no, well, great interview. And uh, thank you so much for being thank here you. today.